We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Jalen Johnson. Jalen is a premier player. Starting cornerback for your Chicago Bears. Jalen is just a real talk expert. He just tells you how he feels. He has had really his best year of his career. Picked off by Jalen Johnson. Johnson untouched for the touchdown. Well, and it's a little bit of the Deion Sanders effect when you're playing opposite of Jalen Johnson. Takes you inside the locker room after every Bears game. Second and seven, and it's almost intercepted by Jalen Johnson. Amari Cooper turned into a Pro Bowl defensive back for a play and ripped it out of the hands of Johnson. Well, here's the one-on-one coverage. He feels the space, and then Johnson with a T-step and fire and react. Flacco, sideline route, and out of Jalen Johnson. Tillman gets thrown out of the club like a bouncer. Holy smokes. Watch Jalen Johnson. Watch these two on the right. Here he comes. Watch. Just yeeted him. Get out of here. Tillman's turning around like, what are we doing? This ain't roller derby. Try to tell him that I was the one. I gave him plenty of time. Jalen Johnson with Parkinson Spiegel. Yeah, there, on 670, there, the there. score. Got the remix today. Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody filling in for Parkinson Spiegel here on 670, the score. Groats, I, 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 need, I wish I had an intro with people talking about me. You know, it's just my mom. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, all, that's all I got, man. Well, it's on, it's on uh, Shady Sears to put it together tomorrow. Yeah, so. I highly yeah. doubt that. All right. Our next guest uh, joining us on the hotline presented by Circus Sports Illinois. Of course, <laughs> it is our guy, Jalen Johnson. Jalen, thanks for giving us some time today, man. I appreciate you. Jalen, you there? I am now. Mike check. Got you. Got you. Sometimes, you know, it gets you every time, Jalen. Sometimes that mute button, you know, on the Zoom kind of just yeah, kind of just gets you. Uh, before we get into the game, you know, I, last time we talked, I, you know, I have a daughter that's right around uh, Zavea's age. Curious what that was like for you guys over the holidays, man. You talking about her birthday or just No, Christmas? no, no, just Christmas in general. Oh no, nah, she she she's not here with me yet. She'll be out here for for New Year's. So I'm I'm waiting for her arrival towards the end of the week. And you just got a big bushel of of presents for her, I assume. <laughs> Honestly, no, nah, not not yet. I mean, I'm gonna have something for her when she comes. But I mean, she has everything. Her birthday was just last month, so I mean, she has dang near everything under the sun. She didn't even have a list for what she wanted for Christmas because she got everything Smart. for her birthday. Smart. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna it. have a little something for her to open up. But I mean, really, she got everything she wants. Oh, by the way, Jalen. Before we get into the the bread and butter and the and the game that was played, the victory and the future and all that kind of stuff, um, do you realize that I believe that yes, it was uh, Thursday 
of last week in the locker room that you created a little bit of uh, conflict amongst reporters. Do you realize that? Do you know that? Conflict? Yeah, a little, bit, little bit of conflict. Is it because he was doing too good of a job as an interviewer? Or no. Don't like, don't sound like me. <laughs> no, no, it was you because, uh, okay, so on Thursday, I'll set the scene for you. We walk into this open locker room. We, the media, we all walk in there, and these guys are all just – they're eating these these delicious looking, delicious smelling wings ah, that that Demarcus, Demarcus Walker, Walker yeah. yes had had catered to because he's got his own food truck and goat, catering goat company. wings yeah yeah so and it smells great and then Jalen Johnson is nice enough he grabs a big tray of of apparently the wings that were left over brings them into the locker room for the media I just happened to be standing by the door so I was the first person that that Jalen had the big tray in front of I I passed it up because it was just so out of context. Context. And and so then I saw other reporters grabbing them. So I went ahead and doubled back. But there were a couple reporters in there, Jalen, that said, "Oh, okay. So what? You guys going to write nice things about Jalen now? Is he buying you guys off? Is that really? Is that really some within the screw? You know, the, the is that what media members should be doing? So there was a little bit of conflict in there, Jalen. I didn't know having a good heart was, was creating conflict, yeah. man. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, I never even looked at it like that. I just, I just, I don't know. Like something, like my spirit kind of just told me, like, man, we sitting here eating all these wings. That's like, I'm gonna even say leftover wings. They were plenty of trays left that were still heated up. We just had dumped a whole nother pot of uh, pan of wings on the table. So I'm just like, man, these, hey, why we can't offer them any wings? Like they sitting, you know, I mean, I'm sure they wouldn't mind having a wing or two. So I mean, I really just did it just out of honestly just. My spirit just told me, hey, Jay, go offer them some wings. I mean, at least if you say no, then hey, you denied the wing. But right. it could have been because nobody offered any. So, I mean, I just wanted, in a sense, everybody to feel like they were a part as well. Well, thank you, by the way. That's seriously, that was very, very nice of you, Jalen's a good guy. No, I know he is. No, I'm not ripping on him. The thing was this, Jalen. The thing Uh -uh. was this. Next day, I'm working with Grody, and he comes in. He's like, Jalen Johnson, greatest (laughs) cornerback ever. He's like, he can do no wrong. (laughs) He was just saying all these nice things. And I was like, where is this coming from? He's got my Pro Bowl vote. (laughs) Even though you don't care about the Pro Bowl, though, right, Jalen? You don't care about the Pro Bowl, right? I can't say I don't care about right. it, but that's that's not the one that weighs the most for me. All okay. pro. Yeah, for sure. That, that That's the main one. But, I mean, definitely winning or not winning Pro Bowl definitely means something. But, I mean, again, I think just my eyes are set on things a lot bigger than that. And I think it just weighs more. Not even I think. I know it weighs more being all pro than it does Pro Bowl. So, I mean, hopefully looking, for, looking forward to both. But. If I could choose one, I definitely would choose All-Pro. We're talking to Jalen Johnson, Bears cornerback here on 670. The score, Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody filling in for Parkins and Spiegel. Jalen, uh, do you believe you're playing at an All-Pro level this year? 100%. 100%. And I think it's just, like, there are plenty of guys who have, I think, interceptions, but I feel like just the total, I think, coverage and then adding interceptions to it, I just don't think anybody's playing a complete, complete game like I've been playing throughout this entire entirety of the year. I mean, just from start to finish, I feel like I've just been playing the game at a high level. Um, like I said, just as far as coverage, interceptions, I mean, just impact on the game. I think I've been pretty, pretty consistent, I feel like, as far as the level of play I've been playing at. Yeah, I would agree with that, not even just as a, as a fan of Jalen Johnson, but just as a football fan, right, being able to see what, what is happening on the field. I'm curious, Jalen, because a lot of times, you know, those things coincide with a lot of love that you're getting from opposing players or guys on guys on your own team. What has that been like this year? I mean, because I, I, like I said, I agree. I do think you're playing at a high level. But you know how sometimes, you know, you get a little love from somebody. They might see you on the field, come up to you, say, what's up? Hey, man, you're having a hell of a year. You feel like you're, 
you're getting a little bit more of that lately too? Yeah, 100%. I mean, just even guys that I feel like you you kind of watch over the years. I mean, it's, I mean, just the previous example, I mean, like Cam Sutton, like I've never talked to him before, but just seeing him throughout the league when I want to say when he was in was it Pittsburgh, he was in Pittsburgh, just watching him play. I mean, just never had a conversation with him, but when we played them after the game, just being able to shake his hand, say what's up to him, hearing different DBs give a certain amount of, or certain compliments. Even when we played Denver early in the year and I was hurt, seeing Patrick Chatan, him being able to say, like, hey, bro, I like your game, respect mm. your game. Just like little things like that, I think, goes a long way, especially from other fellow DBs. And then also, too, when you see quarterbacks, when you see wide receivers, and I thought like you can definitely tell when certain people give a certain level of respect. And I think sometimes for certain players, too, you can tell they don't do it too often. It's not something <laughs> right. that they just right. are loose at the lip at, but it's like, okay, like, no, nah, that, that's something he really he really felt, not just, okay, yeah, good game, bro, you're good. Like, no, nah, it was more so of a genuine embrace and conversation. Jalen, as for the the win, the 27-16 to 16 win over Arizona at Soldier Field on, on Christmas Eve, you know, one of the things that stood out to me is was the secondary as, as a whole – um, imperfect, but there was the one series early in the game, and I talked to Tyreek Stevenson about this. I want your reaction to it as well, that that you, Kyler Gordon, and Tyreek Stevenson all had pass breakups in a, in a three-and-out series. How satisfying was that series, and is that in general when all three of you guys are doing your job to a T? I mean, I, th- I think it just speaks to the work that we've continued to put in. I mean, like you said, it hasn't been a perfect season. It's not like we're, we've just put out great performances from week one to now, but I mean, I think just us being able to continue to work together, continue to be healthy, continue to stay the course. I think it just shows a lot. I mean, especially in a series like that, you get back to back to back play. It's like, okay, now these guys are ready to play even late in the series. I mean, late in the, late in the year, so, I mean, it's plenty of reasons I feel like you see guys start to kind of lay down or kind of start, oh, well, man, it's just the Cardinals or, man, we not we might not get to the playoffs and things like mm-hmm. that. But it actually just gelling together, continue to play with energy, play with swag, and take pride in what we're doing. The, uh, the imperfect part then, too, is fourth quarter, Cardinals are creeping back into the game. Right. Kyler Murray with that, that pass to, to Greg Dortch, for 38 yards. And look, Dorch made it a hell of a move. W- what did you see on that play? How do you explain that, you know, getting back to, to 24 to 16 on that play? Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't really remember how exactly it happened because, I mean, in a moment I was covering. I've, I've seen the highlight of it. But, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say we were in some type of man, had a um, crossing route. I assume Tariq was trailing it. And then, I mean, like you said, he made some pretty good moves and extended the play and, I mean, got in the end zone. But I think just overall, just got to find different ways to try to get that ball down necessarily, maybe not stopping him from catching it, but at least we can get the ball contained, live to find another down and possibly stop him and just get a field goal instead of a touchdown. Was it getting scary at that point? Because there was that feeling, like, I'll be honest with you, like up in the press box, we're all looking at each other like, oh, God, here we go again. There was that yeah. feeling at Soldier Field as well. Was was there that for you guys too? I mean, as a collective, like, oh, God, here the Cardinals are getting back in this game. Is it going to be this again? I wouldn't even say that. I think it's more so just, I mean, we have plenty of reasons to be motivated, but I think when, after that it was just like, man, we got we to gotta finish this game off. We can't continue to let – those previous games keep repeating itself. And I think just taking pride in that and going out there and just finishing, even as offense, being able to go out there, draw, run the clock down, put some points up. So, I mean, just as a collective unit, we just wanted to stop that feeling from happening again. 
We're talking to Jalen Johnson right here on 670 to score. Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody filling in for Parkins and Spiegel. Jalen, when I watch this defense, man, it, it, it really is impressive the last couple of weeks. So, I mean, just congratulations to you guys and, and how you guys have been able to put this thing together. But it, it really does seem like the defense is playing like it wants to be feared. When you when, talk to me about that, yeah. <laughs> nah, I mean, honestly, I think we want to, we're, we're playing a ball that we knew we could have played in the beginning. And I think kind of just going through the ups and downs, going through the rough patches, the giving up a certain amount of points, like a certain amount of yards throughout the game, just like, man, we know we can be a whole lot better. And things just weren't clicking for us. So I think now it's really just getting guys back healthy. And then, of course, adding Montez, that only added feel to it. So, I mean, just every time we go out there, man, it's really just about dominating no matter who, we, who we're playing. I mean, when we went against the Lions the first time, everybody was, oh, we got to really shut them out for the most part of the game. Like, do you think that was luck? Because before we did it, oh, well, it was this quarterback or it was that quarterback. So now it's like, nah, man, we take pride in playing no matter who it is. If it's the Lions, the Vikings, I mean, Josh Dobbs was the story of the league for for a little bit. I thought like until <laughs> he played us. We had all them turnovers, and now it's like, oh, well, he's a bum. <laughs> he's a bum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick and choose, pick and choose when they want to give give us our credit. But I mean, at the end of the day, we don't we don't play the game for anybody else's credit, man. We play the game to showcase who we are individually as a unit, man, and just who we know we can be. And I think we just find motivation each and every week. I mean, we compete to get turnovers. I mean, me, Tremaine, TJ, we just added Bo in our little turnover money pot competition. So, I mean, we just always compete and try to find ways to make plays. And we know we have the guys to do it. So, I mean, we just go out there and try to show out and really take part in everything that we're doing. Jan, we talk about on the show the cohesiveness of the defense and locking guys up and, you know, keeping this group of guys together as long as possible. And we know those windows are short in the NFL. So, we also know that the Bears are willing to do extension business in season. Andrew Billings got added to. Cairo Santos just got his money, and he deserved it as well. What's going on with you, man? Is there anything new, any new talks with Ryan Poles and the Bears, or you think you're going to have to wait till the end of the season for this? Nah, I mean, honestly, I feel like, of course, not nobody knows as far as the details going on. But, I mean, let's not getting a deal done isn't because of the Bears. I mean, I just wanted to wait and focus on finishing the season. I think just for me not wanting it, not even wanting, not letting it become a distraction or just something, oh, well, I just need, 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 need. It's like, nah, if we couldn't get it done for the deadline, of course, that didn't get done, didn't get the trade. Like, all of that was here today and gone tomorrow it's like at the end of the day now i just need to play ball because i mean i'm here in this on, on the team and it's like i just need to focus on playing ball focus on getting better and being a high level player and i feel like that's all i've been wanting to do and i mean there's been talk to ryan or talk to polls and things like that it's like no nah, i just want to wait let the season be finished so now when it's time to talk with all focuses in a sense on that not trying to juggle playing and you know, what the contract negotiation and Having it if there's ill feelings or being up, being down, it's like nah, man, I'm a, I want to be a consistent dude. So it's like I think just for me in my situation, it was best that I waited. And I mean, everybody else's situation is their situation, whether they felt the same way I felt or they they wanted to get something done as soon as possible. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's like always congratulations to the people who get paid. That's good for them, their families, and things like that. But I feel like my situation is completely completely different. I just wanted to go out and focus and play high level football. Did they? approach you and say hey let's let's continue to talk about this or did you were you proactive and said hey guys i appreciate everything but let's just well i am gonna wait till the end of the season like how did that go down yeah no i mean it's just communication at the end of the day just being open communication just 
in a sense, letting them know what my plans are. I mean, they always were open with me saying they wanted to communicate, wanted to talk. And then, I mean, just being community, just having communication and being proactive with the situation, not letting they kind of get, well, we don't know what the other one, the other person's doing or what they're thinking. It's like, nah, everybody knew what, what it was from, from, I think the beginning. And then now it's, just just let's wait till season's over and that's been that's been the case so i mean just again trying to just finish the last two games off strong and we'll definitely talk in, in january okay so january do you guys actually have a date scheduled on, on which to to sit down and like speak a, like or? a google meets thing that yeah. pops up in his phone i don't think so <laughs> yeah that's what i want to know i want to know the specifics jalen nah there there ain't, there's not there's not a date man no january 12th okay all right just go communicate man let Get back to my family, maybe take a vacation or something, come back. I mean, I don't know. You never know how things kind of plan out, but there definitely be talks. I would, I would assume uh, at some point after season, we'll be we'll be checking RPM Steakhouse for reservations <laughs> under Jalen Johnson. That's what we'll be doing. Jalen, let me ask you this, man. I know you've you've taken a unique approach uh, to this whole thing, and I, I I love how open you are with the notion that you want to stay here in Chicago, right? That you like what's what's being built here. Um, Talk to me about the fan base and how they've treated you and how that's changed over the last couple of years. Because I feel like, to me, you know, wherever I go, you know, because obviously we work here on the station and people are like, Gabe, Jalen Johnson, sign him or not. And I'm like, you have to. And they're like, you have to. (laughs) Like, everyone feels that way. So I'm sure you get a lot of that love as well. And you feel that in the fan base. Talk to me what that's like for you. I mean, honestly, I feel like it's one of those things where I think – I think it's tough. And I mean, honestly, being transparent, I think it's one of those things where I feel like fans, for the most part, generally speaking, I feel like ride the wave. I think when things are going good, it's, oh, yeah, pay him, pay him, pay him. It's like, but before, it was just like, oh, no, he's not a CB1. He's not a CB1. He's not a CB1. So it's like, you see both of it and hear kind of both of it. It's like, oh, is he a true CB1? Is he a true CB1? Now it's like, now I'm having the year I'm having. Now it's like, oh, well, yeah, it's Pam or yeah, he's the guy. It's like, uh, don't just ride the wave in the sense now because I'm having a good season. But it's like if I didn't have a good season, oh, yeah, see, he's not. So, it's like, I mean, for me, honestly, man, I don't really get caught up in too much of what the fans are saying, what the fans are doing. Because, I mean, quite honestly, they they go off your performance at the end of the day. And I think there's very few fans that truly are a fan just to be a fan because they like you where you come from. They get to know you as a person or that followed you to, in a sense, to really know who you are outside of the helmet and shoulder pads. So, I mean, Honestly, for me, I've always I've always loved the pride that the Chicago um, fan base has as far as winning, wanting to definitely want to win. And I mean, you, all fans want to win. That's that that's the name of the game, really, is to is to win, to go out there and being able to talk trash to their buddies and better on teams. So, I mean, I know we haven't gave them too too many wins, but I definitely feel like from individual standpoint, I haven't I haven't had too much hatred my way. But I mean, I just feel like overall things can be high and low, um, I feel like, with fans, depending on what kind of gear you're having and what you're doing. Yeah, they're passionate. They definitely want the victories to pile up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so so I totally understand that. And and I'm curious, you know, because you did mention that, you know, you did say that you feel like the Bears are building something special. How how far <laughs> away, Jalen? I know I know the answer is always supposed to be every year we, we're out there. But how far away? Because I think most Bears fans want the Bears to be great for like a decade straight, right? Just have success <laughs> as a team consistently i think that's what they're missing um but but you you're you're experiencing it experiencing it in real time the growth of this team trying to get to that level how far away from that level are the chicago bears i mean honestly it's hard to just 
There's, there's no true number. I feel like you can put on it. It's hard to just say, oh, well, yeah, give us three years for the site. No, you never know when things click. You never know when a group can truly gel together. You never know when things really just, I think, change and switch. I mean, you can you can emphasize a lot of things. You can bring the right people in as far as being good on the field or having good character. But it's like at the end of the day, if it doesn't, if it doesn't mesh well top to bottom, if you don't have, I would say, leaders, if you don't have high, I mean, it all comes down to having high, high level athletes and players that go out and, and make plays. That's what the game is about, guys making plays. So, I mean, it's always, it's just really about the right combination. Cause, I mean, you, you see plenty of teams that have good players on their team that, that don't win. And then you see guys that don't have that many good players, but they're continuing to win. So, I mean, it's like, it's just all about the combination. It's all about the year. And at the end of the day, too, it got to be your time. If it's not your time, it's not your time. But I think I think we're definitely trending in the right direction as far as the guys that we have in our have in the building. I think, of course, you always can add a few more pieces. Uh, and there's never too many playmakers. So, you know, always add some more playmakers, man. I think just overall, we just got to tidy up the, the small things that I think go go a big way. And I think, too, you have a lot of young players on our team as well. I mean, it's not too many guys that have played – high level football as a team and that has won as a team. I feel like the only guys we really have is Bo Jack when he played on the 2018 team and then TJ when he was with the Eagles last year, of course, and then Tremaine, he was, they were always in the AFC championship game or trending to go to the AFC championship game. So when you, when those are your main guys that have won and then you don't have, you have a younger quarterback, you have a younger uh, running back receiver room you have a young old line you have young dbs you have so it's like it's that's that's, that's kind of hard to just come in and win right away guys got to learn guys got to mature guys guys got to go through go through the fire and get burned a little bit to be able to build that callus to be able to truly win when it comes down to it do you look at it too like because these windows are small in the nfl and yeah. the, your defense is certainly on the rise and that's been a revelation this year do you ever and i'm not trying to put you in a bad spot but do you ever look at his man this this defense is close <laughs> to being ready to win what you're saying. and then yeah. you look at the 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 offense you say well they're still trying to figure it out does it does it add a little bit of um, urgency from your perspective to hey get the offense right because we might have something special here if this is a collective? No, I can't just say it's. I mean, it's always a sense of urgency, definitely when you're not when you're not winning. I think we've been giving ourselves opportunities to win. I think it just comes down to, to small moments and opportunities. I don't think it's ever just been oh well, we just didn't have enough to to win or we just didn't play in a sense good enough throughout the duration of the game. I mean, there's to me honestly a few games, but it's like if you just count those few games, I feel like and we took full advantage of the opportunities that we had, I think we could easily be what, eleven or four at this point. So it's like, I mean, I think it really just comes down to opportunity. I don't think it's about being good enough. It's just about taking advantage of those opportunities. I mean, especially if we go back to Detroit. The first time we didn't take advantage of our opportunity on defense. We didn't we didn't close out that game. Um, if you go back to um, New Orleans, I think we had we had a lot of turnovers that game. So I think offensively we could have did better that game as far as taking care of the ball. But I think overall that was a game that we had plenty of opportunities to win. I know dating back to the beginning of the season, Denver, we had plenty of opportunities to win. Minnesota early, we had plenty of opportunities to win that game. I mean, even Cleveland, sure, we were just up against Cleveland, one of the best teams in the league. So, I mean, we had, we've had opportunities. And I don't think it's just about the offense not being good enough. I think it's just about 
the team as a unit taking advantage of those opportunities to be able to close out games, to be able to to win those games. Jalen, one last thing, we'll let you get back to your your day off before you guys all return to uh, Hallis Hall tomorrow, getting ready for Atlanta. You said something that kind of surprised me because I don't hear a lot of athletes express it the way you did. And in one of your previous visits with Parkinson Spiegel, you said you'd be down with the with the franchise tag with, without a problem. Do you still do you still feel that way? Would it be cool if the Bears said, "Hey, Jalen, in January, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you the franchise tag." You down with that? I'm not sure if you heard my entire answer when I said that. Oh, maybe I missed the entire answer. <laughs> Go on. I, I was saying it from the perspective of, I mean, the franchise tag in a sense is, is good money. And what I was saying on the show was, in a sense, you don't, you wouldn't mind getting paid in a sense to what the franchise tag will be next year at, at the corner position. It's, it's very good, good money. money. Yeah. Just the biggest, the biggest thing is just the, the lack of security. So it's like, from that standpoint, I definitely would want to get something else done instead of just playing on a one-year deal. But, I mean, to me, playing on a one-year deal with the franchise tag, it, I don't think that just is, is a terrible thing. But, I mean, again, I think it all comes down to perspective. But I think for me it's one of those things where I want to get I want to get something done. I want to get have more security than just a franchise tag. But in a sense, I mean, financially, that's not that's not an issue to play on, on, on the franchise gotcha. tag. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that makes sense. Yeah, but we need to lock this up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not Jalen. You don't have to say anything. We need to lock this up, guys. <laughs> Let's just be very clear. We want long term. We want Jalen here long term. Not only because he's a great person, but he's. A, but we, I, I think you know he's, he's talking about a cornerstone of a defense. You know what I'm saying? You got Montez Sweat there. You put Jalen Johnson there. You continue to add special players, like Jalen said, and you take this team to a place where they can compete year in and year. Texter said, "Put a ring on it." Yeah, see, That's they it. know. They know what's up, Beyonce. Jalen, I appreciate you hanging out with us, man, and giving us some of your time this week. Look forward to chatting with you next week. Y'all have a good one. Jalen Johnson, cornerback for the Chicago Bears, soon to be newly signed. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.